0: For too long, amphibians have only dared to come out at night. But the waxy monkey frog says no more. This amphibian has chosen to step into the sun and lay eyes upon an earth in full brightness of day. There's just one problem. How can a supple tree frog avoid drying out in direct sunlight? Our friend the monkey frog has a wonderful waxy way to stay cool in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify.
1: And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at LDTaxonomy, or visit us at our home on the web at LDTaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons. <laughs> to Tristan Taylor, Jesse Raspilich, Carol Raspilich, and Richard Kaspar. Thank you so much for your help and support. It is greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. And
0: today we're talking about a frog with a killer skincare routine. But more on that later.
1: Nice. Yeah. This has got a weird name. For sure. When I, like I saw it on the list, I was like, oh yeah. This is... the waxy monkey frog (laughs) (laughs) he's He's, he's such a such a slippery monkey Um, that sounds like a yoga pose it sure does Uh, it sounds like several things but we'll go with yoga or like
0: a fighting style
1: yeah this is they'll make a whole Jackie Chan movie about this one was drunken master or, and yeah, then waxy monkey or for a
0: uh, or the statue MacGuffin in a uh, noir movie
1: what, you lost me there i've never seen a noir movie that had a mcguffin <laughs> like the M-
0: <laughs> maltese falcon
1: oh okay well i ah uh, yeah something is stole it's the it's the it's the the pink panther yeah they stole the waxy monkey frog, and now I must get to kill Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah.
1: <laughs> that movie's so dumb, and I love it. Um, the so it's also called the waxy monkey leaf frog or the waxy monkey tree frog. Just just uh, different iterations. As long as waxy monkey is in there, um, I'm happy. Um, but it, we're gonna call it here the lean green sunscreen machine. And just green screen in general. That's a that's a good one. Um, and the Betty Bye Frog because he's got melatonin. Huh. uh, it's Bibby's. She came up with that one. It's pretty good. Um, do you want to know what this taxonomizes as? That's a human. I fully
0: enjoy that.
1: Um. The kingdom is one you know, love, and are in. The kingdom is Animalia. And the phylum is Cordata. She's got a spine. The class is Amphibia. Because it likes... Water. And not water. Mm-hmm. Um, The order is a Nura. So it's a true frog. Or toad. Um, true the- Nord. Oh, that's a that's deep Skyrim pole, man. <laughs> um... The f- the family is Hi- Hylidae, The genus is Phylomedusa and the species Salvagi. So Phylomedusa Salvagi. So s- Salvagi. Nice. Is the binomial nomenclature. So since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for my favorite part of the show: nitty gritty nomenclature.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, because we already know that uh, frogs come in armies, uh, and you had some sort of trapper keeper or something in high school that told you that. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna figure out what Philomedusa means, uh, because uh, Salvagi is just the it's it's a patronym. It's the name of the guy who discovered them, Doctor Henri Emile. Uh, um, but Phyla Medusa is not named after a person so we're going to figure out what that means what does it mean does it mean A leaf guardian B with luminescent guardian stone with <laughs> <guardian>. <laughs> well it got me I don't know why Um, uh, we just watched the fifth movie of, of that last night um Anyway, leaf guardian is number is A. Uh the B B is luminescent stone. C is snake food and D is vigilant wax. Philo Medusa. Medusa. I guess the the hint is that is Greek, but I, you probably already knew that.
0: I guess snake food because Medusa I can understand. Uh, what did you say? Vigilant wax? That makes sense to me. Um, but I'm gonna go with um, snake food. Final answer.
1: That is incorrect. The answer is leaf guardian. Medusa uh, means guardian.
0: Leaf guardian, leviosa.
1: I did. I would have got. I would have said snake food as well because I was like Medusa is snakes. Or I, I was. Thinking maybe stone would get you, because um, she turns people into stone. Oh. But nope, Medusa means guardian. And Does apparently Philo work? means leaf, or leaf-like.
0: Does she guard something in the uh, Prometheus or whatever, Perseus myth?
1: In Greek mythology, probably. I mean... Uh, a, a a monster that turns anything it looks at into stone is a pretty darn good guardian i'd say yeah like that's 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 my uh, that'd be my first draft of picks that in the and like the lion eagle snake thing um do you want to know what this frog looks like Fro sure do baggins um i nominate this frog for best frog this is like the platonic ideal for a frog. He's just so green.
0: He is. And it's not easy being green.
1: It's We know how tough it is for amphibians of color, so it is not easy. Um, although it can change to brown, depending on its environment. so, um, But because it lives in the trees, in the, in the leafy green trees, it is mostly bright green. Uh, they have wide heads, pudgy body, pot bellies. Sorry, not body. Well, pot yeah, body goblin. They've got, yeah. Um, is that a magic card? That sounds like a magic. That's
0: something card. that Alex Jones said once.
1: What? Oh, uh, we're not going to get into Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to go down this this road. It's it's <laughs> the you mentioning that and us and like the 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 the. talking about the frogs. idea of the idea of going on a ta- an alex jones tangent was like frodo looking down the road when the when the like the the, the nazgûl are coming and it's like you get that like jaws um, <laughs> camera angle and like the leaves blow and it looks like no 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 not that road um anyway i forgot what the the, the um the camera trick the like the film trick it was f- that jaws did when it's like zooming in but also zooming out at the same time anyway um so they have whiteheads the apu-
0: changing the like width of the lens or something
1: no it's like because it's zooming into the the subject but zooming out but bringing in the in background the, uh,
0: yeah it's uh yeah i don't know yeah it's it's something
1: it's something a, 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 a film nerd would be able to tell us and i probably knew when i took my one film class but nope don't remember um the waxy monkey frog has long limbs for jumping and clinging to branches. Like um, a monkey, they even have opposable thumbs. Like Take monkey. that, monkeys, simians, lording that over the rest of the the animal kingdom. Turns out that frogs got opposable thumbs too. They just don't use them in as varied of a way. They don't use tools um they also have cream colored racing stripes because they're that cool uh they go along their jaw lines and down their chest um actually really striking like yeah they got to go fast um and they have uh very large yellow eyes and they have those like typical frog slit pupils but when their pupils are opened up uh, it, I think it's like the closest thing we have to like an adorable frog. So, hmm,
0: <laughs> I think adorable frogs are often made through
1: tininess.
0: But like, like having, pebble toad.
1: But it's still got like a toad face, and that's that's kind of what takes like the uh. Poison dart frogs. Those are pretty cute. But. I don't know. I'm not. I don't think frogs are. That cute. Especially when something like a stoat exists. Like I can't really give it to frogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the stand the, the curve. They set the curve way too high. They're that kid in the front of the class that just like got 115% on the on the darn test. <laughs>
0: Well, there's like the the traditional tree frog that when its mouth is open, it looks like it's smiling happily.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Or that gecko that that looks like it's that like photogenic gecko, leopard gecko that's that's smiling. That's pretty good too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like that's again, that's pretty good. That's like that's like Leonardo DiCaprio level, but uh, for for acting. But like I'm talking about Daniel Day Lewis level of acting and adorableness for the stoat. Like it's just it's it's a different. True. There's there's a different there's a there's a chasm between yeah, but we're we're, we're these, talking these categories
0: best in category not best in show yeah
1: so I do nominate this for best frog um <laughs> and and I'm not gonna nominate the Grinch but would you like to t- tell us how uh, big this boy is
0: sure welcome to the Blood measure up segment the official listener's favorite part of the show the part of the show that's introduced by uh, the part of the show. When we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms, that's through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send in t- uh, audio of yourself saying, singing or croaking the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We don't yes. have a new measure up intro this week. We did get a nice email from uh, somebody who is requesting a particular animal. More on that when we do the particular animal. But uh, no measure yes, up intros. Yes, thank you. Um, so, let's hear from an animal and Carlos is the guess what it is.
1: Ooh. It's been a little while, I think, since we've done this one.
0: Without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. <laughs> is that? Oh. a a vulture c a squirrel b a raccoon or d a seagull
1: oh man if that's a squirrel, we're all in trouble <laughs> um i can see prob- i'm torn between vulture and raccoon where the- <clears throat> did keep you- did i hear i think- i think i heard crickets. Uh, I'm going to go with raccoon. Final answer.
0: There's definitely four sounds.
1: Okay. Uh, the correct answer was
0: squirrel. That's a squirrel. Oh. What? Well,
1: that's
0: a... That's not... That's No, that's, that's a rooster somewhere in the background.
1: That's a squirrel. That's a squirrel? Are they vivisecting it? What is happening?
0: <laughs> it, no, it's just... Uh, it's it looked. maybe it could be like pregnant.
1: I have seen so many squirrels.
0: The I have I seen even had- a squirrel make a weird rasping sound like this. But now this one's particularly striking. Yeah, it sounds prehistoric. <laughs> it does sound like a pterodactyl.
1: Which doesn't make sense. We don't know a pterodactyl how how could we possibly know? Um Wow, okay. Well um, I've just gained a, a little bit of uh, fearful respect of squirrels.
0: Good. Let's talk about the length of the waxy monkey frog. They're two, two, three inches or five to, to eight centimeters. How many waxy monkey frogs go into the largest monkey? Bonus points if you know what a the largest monkey is?
1: Largest monkey. Monkey. If, if a you're, howler monkey is the largest monkey.
0: If you're a listener and you're screaming gorilla into your, uh, into your car radio, then you need to pay attention to this show more often.
1: And you need to figure out how radios work.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll give you another hint. It is an old world monkey.
1: Ooh, I thought baboons were apes.
0: Mm, they are not. But I
1: guess not. They must be monkeys.
0: Final answer.
1: But maybe it's not a mo- maybe it's not a baboon. I'm gonna go with baboon, um, uh, as the largest monkey.
0: Well, here's a hint: the largest monkey is a mandrill, an Old World monkey, very similar in style to a baboon. To a baboon. So if you saw, if you look up a picture, you're like, you're not far off. I I, I would consider that a win.
1: I do. I do remember the the word mandrill and being like, that's just a baboon. And, (laughs) and I, I took, I opened my, the baboon box in my brain and there was surprisingly little in there, but I put, took that photo and just put that right in there. So it's just filed under baboons in my, (laughs) in my head. Um, but, uh.
0: So how many? Wax-y? I had to. I
1: I was driving in South Africa and I had to stop in the road because a bunch of baboons were in the way, and apparently they're really aggressive. So I was a little bit a little bit afraid. That's but what I.
0: That's what I call anyone who's in my way on the road.
1: A baboon. Get out
0: of my way, you baboon! Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: It's very G-rated of you.
0: Yeah, if only it was G-rated. When I a banding, the bumbling
1: <laughs> band of baboons, I think that's what. Professor McGonagall says. Um all right, so basically a ba- a bamboon. Um a bamboon. What how many inches for the waxy monkey frog? Three. Three inches. Baboons a one, are a two, a three. <laughs> the world may never know. Um baboons are big. They're big boys mandrills is Rafiki a mandrill I don't know he looks like a
0: regular old man no I'm not
1: gonna look it up because then I'll be I might accidentally see how long they are um, um I'm holding my arms out A mandrill I does this like helps Rafiki like um Let's go with four feet. He
0: is a mandrill.
1: Four four feet from snout to to vent. blue, very blue vent. Um. So I'm gonna go sixteen. Sixteen waxy monkey frogs go from snout to vent on Rafiki. Final our friend answer. Rafiki, our Rafiki, Rafiki, yes. Correct
0: answer is 12.
1: Oh, that is probably not.
0: Mandrills are 37 inches or 95 centimeters.
1: So close. Not a nursing school victory.
0: So let's talk about male-female size difference. Size sexual dimorphism. So female frogs are this percentage larger than males. This percentage is also close to the percentage of Americans that believed the sun revolved around the earth in 2012. What is that percentage?
1: I know this answer because I saw it. You did? Yes, I did. Oh, the size difference? In fact, in fact I did the math using this percentage in order to get the the upper end of average for the female weight that I wrote down. Yeah. You know what? what I I shouldn't,
0: uh, shouldn't have the thing. A one-to-one is difficult. I should have had you guess the person, the, the, the the second thing. That's what I intended to do. But anyway, here's a hint. Um, the survey, uh, was taken by the national science foundation and only involves two, two thousand, two hundred people. So considering there are 331.9 million people in the United States, this survey is only a little bit more representative of general American thought than a Jaden
1: Smith tweet. I guess that means something to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand the these surveys that, that start with this percentage of Americans. It's like, no, no, because you didn't poll me, bub. <laughs> You didn't poll anybody I know. You took a couple thousand people that you thought were representative of yes, the three hundred and thirty something million people that live here and said, Yes, this many percentage this percentage of Americans uh like to like to wait thirty seconds after pouring milk on their cereal before eating it. Like that's
0: it's just And it it might be like It might be more telling if it was like an opinion poll, your poll and like the 2000 plus people came from different parts of the country and there was a massive consensus. That might be a little bit more telling than, do you know this fact? Do you know the fact about the, the sun? Uh, yeah, that's,
1: yeah, this it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. The, 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 it's, 20, 25% is the answer, but the 25% of surveyed participants said this. That's, that's the only thing that your study told us, it told us nothing about America at large. <laughs> yeah. Useless statistics. Get out of my face. You're just using it to, to further some sort of, uh, to tell some sort of story and I don't want to hear it. So I already know like the story.
0: Females are what did you say?
1: Females are 25% larger than males.
0: Yeah, and it's like 26% of Americans in that poll. 26% of 200 2200 Americans.
1: Wow, so that means one out of every four people that I encounter believes that the uh what what would you say? heliocentric? Or no, yeah, uh,
0: sun revolves around the earth.
1: This earth, sun revolves around the earth, yeah. Um, such a staggering statistic. We need to, uh, I don't know, what, up education in our schools? I don't know what the point of that is. Give cash you, to your what, local
0: middle school.
1: I don't know why you waste your time even conducting a survey like that. We we, we went on 4chan and pulled po- 2,200 2, 2, people and... A lot of them were like really nasty people, so I guess most people are nasty.
0: Yeah, if you well, if you go by Twitter standards, everyone's the worst. But if you go by Facebook standards, everyone um, is living loves their best lives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> everyone's either like really politically charged, or they're super into those little little yellow boys. <laughs> Little you uh, overall boys. Um, all right. Okay. So yes, 25% larger. It, it brings you to about 3.75 inches for females. Yeah. Cause I, cause I knew you do the upper end of average and they didn't give the female upper end. So I, I did, did the very extremely complicated math to figure that out. Um, yeah.
0: Well, do you have any deftly maneuvering facts before we get into the major fact?
1: Yeah, and 25% of Americans believe all these facts. Um, we should start just like randomly spitting out like global statistics like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to uh, do it.
0: Like, we'll do a Twitter poll and like four people will answer, but we'll say, please don't answer if you're not American. And then we'll say... that
1: way, That way we know that all Americans have this is representative yeah
0: so the majority of americans think that um that uh, measure, measure up, up is the best segment
1: um <laughs> <laughs> uh, or and then you you back it up by like walking down 5th avenue and just like uh Shoving a microphone in like eight people's face and see what they say about just hearing the words critter groups and measure up. Um, Mm -hmm. All right, let's do some fast facts. The waxy monkey frog lives in the semi-arid trees and uh, uh, forest lands of southeastern South America. So that's Argentina, Bolivia, Paraguay, and Brazil. Um, They eat mostly... As far as they can tell, terrestrial invertebrates. There actually isn't a whole lot of uh, information on their diet that I could find. Um, but they are a close relative of the waxy monkey frog. They mostly eat bugs, insects, spiders. Um, but they also like to make a quick snack of their own molted skin. Ooh. This is called dermatophagia uh dermatif- dermatophagia i don't know how you how you pronounce that but um it's also common in humans it's like if you eat your cuticles or chew on the inside of your cheek or something like that you're eating your own skin and engaging well, in dermatophagia little
0: garlic and salt olive oil
1: a1 um, sauce that's n- nothing else
0: no. i guess you
1: you you're, you're, you're going to tell me you're going to eat like A heaping helping of of your own skin without a one sauce.
0: Yeah, I don't. Nobody likes a one sauce. What a one sauce is disgusting.
1: No, you only put garlic sauce on that if you're going to use a nice marinara, like a like a like a five cheese marinara or something. I
0: say garlic and salt and olive oil. It's I'm thinking more like a bread. Human skin is not like jerky. It's more like bread.
1: I would more like bread. No, it's definitely probably got it's probably more like jerky, more gelatinous. I would say that probably a balsamic vinaigrette would go well with it. Speaking and I would of jerky, pair it with a, with a white wine. Do you know
0: where who I had they have I don't really like jerky. But we finally I know, had but some. You're, you're going to freaking tell
1: me about Bucky's again. Yes, I knew it. I knew yeah, you were going to do that. Bucky's
0: jerky, <laughs> jerky is an excellent jerky. Get the Korean barbecue. Everyone likes the the pep black pepper um, and it's good, but the Korean barbecue is like, I don't know if like it's like if you're supposed to, if it's supposed to be moist or if that's even possible with the desiccated flesh of an animal, but uh, it was it was perfection.
1: Uh, as soon as uh, Bucky's is not 45 minutes away from me and sounds like the the absolute worst place to bring toddlers, then I will go.
0: I think the worst place to bring a toddler would be to like a rave. Uh, or a war. A war,
1: yes. Yeah, that would be that would be a pretty bad place. Antarctica. Um. That would be very bad. small deep sea submarine. Yeah. Mo- the moon. A plane. Moon.
0: <laughs> Just a regular <laughs> plane.
1: The boat and then Chick fil A. That's all I can think of. Um, Chick fil A. Yeah. Cuz they're going to want to play in the ball pit and they will 100% walk away with the sickness. Um Anyway, we are getting off topic. We're talking about we're talking about the waxy monkey frog here and how it eats its own skin. Like a lot of it. C- eating your cuticles like fine whatever, but like if you eat if you if you're going to molt and then snack on it, you got to see somebody about that. Um so waxy monkey frogs are nocturnal. Uh, And during breeding season, which is the rainy season, they will hang out near lagoons, ponds, and flooded fields. And males call all night to the females. Uh, And when it spends most of its time in the trees, but when it's on the ground, it doesn't hop. It walks. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) Smeagol. Yeah. It's weird (laughs) to see a frog just crawl. Kind of like, okay. Um Please hop for me. (laughs) This is weird. Um, uh, They lay their eggs in the leaves of the uh, trees that hang over bodies of water. Um, Since they live in semi-arid conditions, the bodies of water are inconsistent and temporary. So they have to choose their leaves, which we all should be doing, but choose their leaves carefully. Um, and if birds are around, they will wrap their clutch of eggs in even more leaves for concealment and protection. And the eggs will hatch into tadpoles that fall into the water below. a lot of frogs lay their eggs in the water, which seems like a good plan, except for fish eating your, eating the eggs. But yeah, so that's, they'll, they'll lay the eggs on, in a, in a little wrapping of leaves and then they'll just plop down when they're when they're hatched and they'll go through the normal tadpole cycle. And that's, that's all I got for, for general facts. Do you have any major, no general info? Do you have any major facts?
0: I sure have one. Uh, I'm calling this one waxy sunscreen. So amphibians are known for being wet and wild. Hmm. Or typhoon lagoon. I'm not sure which. Um, If you live near a pond or a bog, you know that these folks start to croak when the sun goes down. Same. (laughs) Um, That's because frog skin is soft and supple. Uh, It's made for swimming around and absorbing moisture, not blocking out harmful cosmic radiation from a gigantic nuclear furnace in the sky. So most frogs solve this problem by remaining nocturnal. But the wax monkey frog said the sun will shine on us again, brother. And he means it. He won't be killed by Thanos. Um, To avoid desiccating like an ancient vampire in the sunlight, which is something that frogs actually do, they will desiccate, which they'll turn into frog jerky if they're left in the sun. Um, Wax monkey frogs, and you know this if you live in a place with frogs and roads um you see some frog jerky every once in a while
1: yeah that's when you yeah that's when you bring out the salt
0: <laughs> uh wax monkey frogs secrete a waxy substance from glands in their neck um instead of just blocking out sunburns the wax also
1: seems to lock in moisture <laughs> it's like like Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka's uh uh Is the the hair conditioner he uses locks in moisture?
0: Yeah. Um, If you watch a video of this, of them applying this next sunscreen, um, you can see them applying the waxy sunblock by rubbing their hands and feet all over their body like a family of gingers at the beach on the 4th of July. And it's very (laughs) satisfying to look at.
1: Oh, man, they got to do that before they hit the beach. Otherwise, they're already doomed.
0: Yeah. So, uh, by, well, this is the second coat. Um,
1: true, true. You got to apply before you leave because you have to get to the car from the house. Yeah. And then then when sh- once you get to the beach, uh, your, your divine age's protection has worn off. You need to reapply. <laughs>
0: uh, by controlling water loss through evaporation, they can control their body temperature. Um, better than most frogs, which is a, like a kind of thermoregulation. So this allows them to withstand temperatures as high as 104 degrees Fahrenheit, or if you prefer a substandard measurement of temperature uh, weather temperature, 40 degrees Celsius.
1: Is Celsius substandard? Oh yeah, it's got it it, it's got pros and cons. The, each good each for, Celsius is too for big. Cooking.
0: Good for cooking, bad for weather.
1: Each, it's each good centigrade is, is, is too large. Yeah. But the fact that zero is freezing and 100 is boiling is pretty great. It's
0: handy. It's handy. Yeah. But I want to know, I, if I want to fine tune my thermostat or know exactly what to wear when I go out, you got to have Fahrenheit, brother.
1: Can you have point, Can I can I set my thermostat to like 20.5 or something like that? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, so
0: there are also proteins in the wax that sim- stimulate or inhibit the growth of blood vessels. Which also may aid in uh, this thermo- thermo- thermoregulation. Uh, but it also might work in humans. So as warm-blooded mammals, we don't need help thermoregulating. But the protein compound found in these waxy secretions might help to kill cancerous tumors. Hmm. How could this be? That's a good question. Uh, Tumors can only grow so big uh, before they need to grow blood vessels to supply oxygen and enable further growth. Isn't that disgusting?
1: I love it. Give me Uh, more.
0: So this protein may stunt the growth of tumors by... And prevent them from growing out of control by preventing the devel- the growth of blood vessels and starving them of uh, their oxygen supply.
1: Mm, great. Love it. Yeah. Are you More thinking facts. of a tumor
0: with, like, blood coursing through it with
1: veins? No, no. No, not at all. Or actually, yes, and it's not bothering me at all. We're, I'm loving this. I...
0: <laughs> Is McDonald's to you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> This is very McDonald's. It's like a meatball is, I with veins. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, that's that's all I got. Uh, Thank so, goodness.
0: <laughs> so they got a little waxy. Go watch a video of them applying this waxy sunscreen. It's very fun.
1: Is does they have the same desperation as Gingers at the beach, or or what? I haven't seen it.
0: It's ai wouldn't say desperation, but it is diligence. It's vigilance, as you put it.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I, I i mean, I don't even know why I put... I think vigilance I put in there because of the Medu, uh, Medusa is, like, always looking. I don't know. It was just something to throw you off. 100%. I was thinking
0: of, like, a, um, they, they vigilantly apply sunscreen to every corner of their body. They rub their little tummies.
1: That's good. I just get my like nose and stuff when I know I'm going to be in the sun all day.
0: It's good I've gotten to be like mel- two
1: sunburns in my whole life.
0: Yeah, it must be nice to be melanistic. I'm a I'm a white void. I am this the driven snow.
1: <laughs> what if is is undriven snow less white?
0: Yeah. It's dirty. Um sure. somebody told me I should get a tan recently and i said absolutely not i don't get tans i get freckles and moles and eventually sun skin cancer (laughs) so i am just have accepted whiteness
1: i get sun poisoning and then i get a burn so i'll get like bumps all over my face and arms and stuff and then i will get a burn if i'm out any longer but it's only been like yeah, probably two or three times where I was like the air and sea show without without sunscreen is what did me in
0: I don't think I've ever gotten sun poisoning it's like yeah
1: I fell asleep on a snorkeling trip and that's what happened oof duh. but uh I it doesn't I'm I mean I, I'm sure it like can get really bad it must not have been that bad of a case because it didn't really hurt it was just kind of sensitive and it was just like having a bunch of little bumps on your on your skin and face and uh well being very familiar with acne having bumps all over my skin and face was just par for the freaking course yeah <laughs> um but yeah i th- but the problem the problem is that i because i have um some melanin in my skin, which stops me from burning it quite so easily. I don't really think that much about sunscreen. Uh, so, well, that means that I don't (laughs) apply it, which means that, uh, I'm still, I mean, just because you don't burn doesn't mean you're not getting, uh, the harmful radiation. (laughs) I'm still getting just as much radiation as, um, as everyone else. But, um, the difference is I'm not aware of it because you get radiation and burn, and you're like, but, and but burns you, to avoid the burn, you protect yourself. Worse. Then cancer?
0: No, no. Burns are way worse <laughs> for you on your road to cancer. They say, like, one really bad sunburn is enough to cause cancer, potentially.
1: In s- some people, but. I- probably have to be pretty regularly exposed pale people but there's like two there's like gamma a and gamma b and one of them causes burns and the other one is what causes cancer and so they both usually come in tandem and if you don't feel the burn then you're not going to protect yourself against the cancer
0: well but also like very melanistic people generally don't get skin cancer and if they do, it's on the like lighter parts of their body, like their hands and the soles of their feet, which I learned from House, an episode of House or a clip from House. So it I might feel be like not true. And, but yeah, I feel like the, House
1: is not a, not a great source of medical knowledge.
0: Probably not for like, you know, diagnosing yourself, but for just a straight up medical fact. Would, would, they, would they really go on the internet and lie? <laughs>
1: Would they really lie on the internet? Would they really lie on TV? Would Hugh Laurie lie to me? No. He was Stuart Little's no. dad. Yeah, he was Stuart Little's dad. He's incapable of of sin. Um, Stuart Little, written by M. Night Shyamalan. Is it?
0: It see. really is.
1: So really at the end of Stuart Little, it turns out that Stuart's Stuart was a boy the whole time. Or no, George was a George was a rat the whole time. And he, he was just trying to assert himself against his adopted older brother.
0: Have you heard the thing that um Stuart Little isn't a mouse?
1: Uh no, but I just came up with that after it, figuring out that N. Night Shyamalan was the director.
0: In the book, it doesn't say Stuart Little is a mouse. It says Stuart Little is a is a boy that looks remarkably like a mouse.
1: Oh. So he's not even tiny. He can't even ride in little remote control boats and cars and stuff.
0: No, he is tiny. He's tiny and he looks just like a mouse, but technically is not a mouse.
1: (laughs) That's really weird. I'm glad in the movie they went with he's a mouse. (laughs) (laughs) And Nathan Lane wants to kill him. Um, I think Will Arnett wants to kill. Oh wait, no, Mouse hate. (laughs) Man, Nathan Lane hates mice. Nathan Lane sure does hate mice. I will. (laughs) (laughs) That 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 is a true fact. Twenty five percent of people believe that Nathan Lane hates mice, Um, because he appeared in two movies where he tried to kill a mouse. Um. (laughs) Wow. I think Will Arnett is the one that wants to kill him in the next movie. It's very violent, in these movies.
0: Will Arnett um, is the Falcon?
1: I think. I don't know. I'm pulling that out of thin air, and it's been a long time since I've seen Stuart Little, too. Stuart Little? James Woods. I'm wrong.
0: That's very different.
1: Very different. Um, it has been a long time, but for some reason, when I thought of it, I th- heard Will Arnett's voice coming out of that Falcon. Um, but maybe I was thinking of the vulture from Horton Hears a Who. Like an evil bird that tries to attack the little people. That classic trope. Um, so, anyway, that was the waxy monkey frog. For you out there in podcastia, guard your favorite leaf. Secrete some of that good, good sunscreen. And snack on your shed skin if you have to, like the waxy monkey frog here in life, debt, and taxonomy. in a survival situation and you've like like paul f Tompkins, like okay i'm gonna eat this skin then i'm gonna eat you
0: uh i think it's probably pretty it's like keratin right it's pretty low in nutrient